Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Zook. Hey, guys, I'm Rusty. Hey, don't touch that. Don't touch that! Welcome to Cryptic Warfare! And if you have a story or encounter, shoot us an email or a detailed voice message to cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. That's C-R-Y-P-T-I-D-W-A-R-F-A-R-E at gmail.com. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Cryptid Warfare. This is your boy Zayden here with Funky Cold. This is episode one. We're going to be covering the Grinning Man, a.k.a. Smiling Man. He goes by many different names. Um, and he's actually been seen since... Um, well, for quite a while, several decades. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Funky Cold, a.k.a. That's actually Funky Cold. That's about it. Um, <laughs> anyways, guys, uh, I'm glad you guys are stopping by, tuning in to Cryptid Warfare. This is uh, episode 01. Yeah, And uh, we're talking about Indrid Cold. We're actually uh, outside of, uh, of an olive garden right now in a parking lot. Yeah, Grinding, do what we got to doing what we got to do right before we got to go see that movie called Nope. Ooh, I'm I'm pretty stoked. You excited, dude? I'm, I'm freaking ready to go. Dude, man. I looked at a review. I shouldn't have, but it's gonna be amazing. I heard one. It's gonna. It's one of the best blockbusters of the summer so far. And it's 2022. FYI, if you're listening to this from the future, hello from the past. <laughs> hello. Those hands are like, hey, let's do some. No, anyways. Anyways, guys. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna be talking about the first cryptid is uh, the Smiling Man, aka Indrid Cold. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna start it off, Zook, and uh, I'm gonna talk about just a little bit. Just a little bit of some history and some facts about him, and then you can talk about some uh, some encounters. All right, guys, here we go. Indrid Cold, commonly known as uh, AKA the Smiling Man, and allegedly he's basically allegedly like a humanoid entity. Uh, the nickname comes from uh, being a tendency to smile at almost everyone that he encounters. You know, maybe he's just a happy guy. Yeah, no. happy, happy, happy guy. <laughs> He's just a little. Anyways, anyways, uh, uh, it's said that he still visits uh, West Virginia and maybe Tennessee. Maybe it's my phone. Maybe there. it's just the East Coast. <laughs> anyways, guys, um, the descriptions uh, that people have said about him is that the grinning man is reported to be a human-like appearance, uh, though commonly associated with UFO activity and sometimes to believe to be an alien. It's also to believe uh, possible that he is connected with the men in black. Mm. He come men in black, men in black. <laughs> anyways, uh, anyways, yeah, so in his first sighting, uh, he was described as being over six feet tall, wearing a reflective green suit with a black belt. He had a dark complexion, a good tan, and uh, yeah. small beady eyes set apart. He was described as not having any nose, no nose or ears or hair. Just like a Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, basically like a Voldemort or a, yeah. Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> anyways, uh, anyways, yeah, so in his second encounter, uh, his suit was said to be blue instead of green this time. Hmm. But also, uh, also had like, it retained like a reflective property. Along with that, he's described that looking uh, pretty uh, perfect in nature. Uh, he has like slick back hair. He's got hair this time. And he's got a coat with two top buttons, and um, and the two top buttons are actually unbuttoned. A little bit of chest hair. Mm, sexy. And having pants uh, lighter than the blue coat, and is still basically still basically basically like the same material. And he's also described as being quite tan as usual, and though not dark, and looking like a regular human. Seems like to me he was uh, collecting some intel on the first uh, 
on the first encounter and kind of seeing, uh, oh, maybe I should blend in a little more like the gray man. <laughs> yeah, let me wear a green jacket or a green suit that glitters. But anyways, um, he was actually stated to, uh, we're going to give you a little bit of an Easter egg here. He was stated to uh, talk to some reporters because uh, they want to know what was going on, but he was uh, giving them a little bit of Easter eggs on what was going to be happening in the next couple weeks. Hmm. And that's when the Mothman rolls into town in Pleasant, West Virginia. Yeah, Mount Pleasant, West Virginia. All right, that's all I got, brother. What do oh, you got? Oh, man, dude. Well, shoot, I learned something new. Too. Um, I, I did know, like, I've, I've read, uh, I read a lot of, Basically, what Funky Cold did, he, he read a lot of, like, the origin stories and stuff that happened quite a, um, quite a while back. Um, I guess over decades. And I read more modern-based stuff. Maybe a few old uh, uh, eyewitness encounters. And it's so weird how he shows up uh, differently. So I don't know if it's the same uh, character. I don't even know if I should call him a guy. But I guess he looks like a guy, but who knows what he actually is. Um, but it's interesting his uh, his wardrobe and how it changes. I don't know if that's significant to yeah, kind of understanding like um, wanting to understand how he can socialize and be more acceptable so he can blend in just by clothing. But side note, I forgot to say that his first sighting was in 1966, and then oh, wow. uh, the country basically he was sighted in is basically sighted in uh, the United States, and um, his habitat is possibly planet. Lanius. That's what it says, anyway. Like Guys, FYI, I'm getting all my info off of a Cryptid week, Wiki, so just check it out when you get a chance. Anyways. Oh, yeah, that's an awesome site. And speaking of, of website, like, my phone is down. that actually had all my stuff pulled up on, so I don't know a lot of my references. Um, but I do know I got some of them off of um, uh, Phantoms and Monsters. Um, I think it's phantomsandmonsters.com. Um, with launch by Lon Strickler, like he has a lot of amazing content on there. I would recommend highly checking it out. There's one actually um, that I'm excited that I actually found just before we started this podcast, and it was uh, local, and that's why I'm so excited I found it. But it was a man; he was getting an MRI scan, and he was in a Nashville hospital. So that's our own backyard. That's about 45 minutes from where I'm at, and man, just another day. And he realized when he was sitting in the lobby how long it's actually taking. And it seemed like time was actually slowing down. Then he had an eerie sense, like an eerie feeling. And he saw a guy just either walk through doors or just just, uh, just show up, just manifest out of nothingness. And he said the smile this man has was just unnatural. And what I mean by that is like you have a normal smile, you have a creepy smile, then you have one that's his is known as, uh, I think it maniacal, that's a new word for me, but it's... It's like a crazed um, hunger kind of smile, which just just makes anybody uncomfortable. And, yeah, but, but he didn't feel, like, super uncomfortable, but he noticed how dead quiet it was and how it felt like time was slowing down. And whenever that happens, if there's anything with an issue of time, I believe it's a much bigger problem than just, um, I, I, than I guess just a normal encounter. Because time would affect your whole reality. And... It's one thing where you lose track of time whenever you're having fun with friends, but something like that in the moment where you're not really doing much of anything and you realize three hours or something have gone by, that's weird. Um, and yeah, he noticed a, a sense of time that had just happened to have gone by. And uh, But he did say that like, the dude was in a nice suit. Um, once again, a wardrobe change. Um, and he didn't feel super creeped out, but the smile was unnatural. It's not one that was just, you know, that would make your cheeks raise. It was one that was literally almost from ear to ear. And that to me is a, 
I don't know, if I saw somebody with a smile literally from ear to ear, like half of their head, like, what, what was just a mouth, I wouldn't like that that much. I'd be pretty uncomfortable. I would say, bro, you, dude, this guy can crush so many tacos. Dude, that's what I'm thinking, man. <laughs> I'm like, here, smell my fart um, and eat it. Um, I'm looking at this, um, at these sketches of people drawn that I've actually had encounters with them. This guy almost looks like the Joker. That's what I thought when I first saw him. Oh, and that reminds me of some earlier documented cases um, there were there were two that I came across, and it was almost the same account. Um, there was one car; it was driving past what 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 they said. It, it looked like a lantern, like a giant lantern, just rolling down a highway. Um, and the car was like, "What the heck is this?" So of course, the first one kept going because he was freaked out. The second the second driver, which is the one who described the story, he pulled over to figure out what it was. As he pulled over, this man stepped out of the of the dead center the dead center of it, and um, that was. Um, the uh, the grinning man, and aka I, I'm sorry I just blanked out on his name, but there are a lot of names out there. Ingrid Cold. In, Ingrid Cold. Ingrid so, Cold. Hard name, so don't name your child that. To me, it kind of almost almost kind of sounds like a shapeshifter. I'm thinking that he might potentially do that because um, I don't know. It's just it's it's so odd. Like some of the times he shows up, it seems to be obviously like when some people least expect it. And other times, it's whenever they just sense, like they can just sense a presence. Um, there was one other documented case that I had uh, stumbled upon, and it was just of a, of a fella. I think he just got over a breakup, going through a hard time, walking down in like the, the middle of day. Um, there were some people around, but not a lot. And as they it started settling down, there was just a guy who just came out of an, an alley, and he was following him. And of course, you know, when somebody's following you, you eventually catch on. So he just kind of looked back, trying to do that tough man thing. And the guy was not intimidating looking, about six foot, had a maniacal, once again maniacal, a smile. And the guy just was just dancing like crazy. But it was like a really freaking crazy, and it was really hot outside, he was wearing a full suit. And he started just doing like a crazy run, like an unnatural run toward this fella. Oh yeah, he had a full blast at him, I remember, I remember yeah. reading about that, yeah. And then uh, the guy was so scared, which this is a typical horror movie stuff, he uh, stumbled upon his own, like something, like he stumbled on air and then fell back. And the guy continued to run toward him until he was literally like, he could, he could feel his breath on his face. They were almost nose to nose. Nothing happened. Like, the guy would just smile. I don't know if there was any sounds or anything. I'm sure maybe there was grunt, grunting or whatever, but... <gasps> oh, there you are. Hey, sweet lips. Like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a really odd scenario. And then there was another uh, case that I uh, came across. Um, I'm trying to think what it was. Um, I think one was in the woods or something like that, and... Um, there have been several where it was just like it would be the passenger of the driver they would see it uh, sometimes the drivers would in some of the cases but sometimes it would just be the passenger they would just see like a, a grinning man just smiling like in the middle like on the side of the road and there's nothing but woodlands all around um, there have been cases of um, like him showing up just manifesting in a bedroom just kind of I don't know if tormenting is the right word but just uh, bothering kids just with a creepy smile you know as a kid if you happen to see that and the, like the joker standing in your room oh yeah it freaking freak you out hey i'm reading something right here get this sorry to cut you off oh no problem let's do it there's this um there's this quote by one of the encounters in uh in new jersey um this um this guy's name um valiant thor huh. nice um Anyways, on this uh, on this quotation, it says, uh, "It was a man, a big man, very broad, 
I couldn't see his face very well, but I could see that he was grinning at me. He walked around the bed, stood right over me. I screamed again and hid under my covers. When I looked up again, he was gone. Oh, I remember I was going through my notes, folks. Sorry. <laughs> I tend to get really excited about certain things. Um, but I forgot to say, whenever that lantern um, backtracking to that first uh, documented case in, in like the 60s, somewhere around there, um, uh, whenever whenever he stepped out of his lantern spaceship <laughs> of sorts, um, he was actually talking to this uh, to this person, actually not, not even moving his mouth, so it was all telepathic. And that part was, was really weird. And it wasn't until like after the conversation was basically over... Um, when that the bystander they're like dang i just i didn't even open up my mouth once when i was talking to this guy and it's very fascinating because i don't know if that's part of like the senses that because normally whenever you talk to somebody without moving your mouth you'd notice like but i don't know if it's like a certain comfort or maybe like a spell of some sort where he made that person think that they were just moving their mouth i, I don't know it's just something to think about and then to backtrack into um mothman there is uh a little theory or somebody's uh, opinion but they're just saying the grinning man might be a sort of galactic enforcer um to police the mothman which um i don't know if you guys know this which we can do some more digging for future episodes but there have actually been quite a bit of mothman sightings around chicago for, for quite a while um but nothing has been happening but i don't know if that's mothman but i know mothman did show up before the big event but it wasn't for like years at a time because this has been going on for years. There's, I don't know, there's a lot of uh, flying humanoid stories, uh, stories, <laughs> uh, stories around uh, Chicago. Oh yeah, if you notice the two, kind of like the Navajo and the Apache, they've been having humanoid uh, people that fly. They call them the Thunderbird. But if you look at the oh, Navajo and the Apache and all that, like their language, it's they break it down. It's not just a bird. It's actually a flying human entity. Dude, it's, it's, oh man, it's wild. There's a friend of mine, uh, from church, and she's not really like a, I mean, she makes jokes, but she's just her personality. She's like direct to the point and things like that. Very serious. Um, but she said when she was on a mission trip in Jamaica, um, she looked overhead about 40 Ooh, feet up. I wanna take you to Bahama, Bahama. Oh, it's a grinning man run. But whenever she was there, it's a grinning she, mama. Grinning <laughs> <laughs> mama. Um, she was there and then she looked up. Because uh, I don't know, she had a weird feeling. She looked up, and forty feet, forty foot up, there was a, a man hovering, just zipping across the sky. And there were local missionaries there who she was actually with. She was right across from one, and she was like, "Was that a?" And without even finishing the rest of that statement, they're like, "Yeah, that's how the witch doctor gets around." I believe it. So it's it's very interesting. Uh, just what here, wherever you're listening to this from, we're talking, um, uh, or, or we're recording this here in America, and we're from America, so. It's it's interesting how things are filtered differently here in America, and I know in other countries that's like just the norm. Like people just know all this supernatural, spiritual stuff is just natural. Like I, so that's why I think this is uh, something really fun uh, to cover, and this is one of many. Like, um, so I hope you guys are ready. Um, and yeah, just a hint at the next podcast, it will definitely will be going over Mothman, and on that. Um, also, too, if you're listening this far in, you're awesome, and and secondly. Um, I would love to, we would love to like share your story or even chat with you and then actually have you on here uh, for an interview and pick your brain about certain things. Because I have a buddy who actually, he saw Mothman, um, not not way back then, but um, he's seen him before. 
Um, and uh, yeah, it was really cool. And then uh, potentially it'll, we'll we'll do we'll be traveling to some of these destinations, getting eyewitness testimonies and things like that, uh, so that you guys can actually feel like you're there and you're part of the experience. It'll be more interactive. But yeah, right on. Sounds good to me. Shoot, yeah. You have anything else you want to add? I think uh, I covered a. Uh, we'll cover pretty much kind of like the short and skinny of it. Uh, guys, uh, like we said, um, yeah, this is uh, this is a zero zero one uh, first podcast so episode. So I'm um, pretty excited to see what's to come. Um, definitely excited about the next episode, Mothman. Uh, if you guys want to hit us up, uh, like Zook said, just shoot us an email at cryptidwarfare at gmail dot com. That's cryptidwarfare at gmail dot com. And uh, yeah, definitely look forward to hear from you guys. You guys got any um, any other cryptids you guys want to talk about? Let us know. Yeah. I got nothing else to add. Just uh, you guys have a great day and uh, get to hunting. You never know what you'll find out in the woods. All right, guys. Have a blessed week. Funky cold and Zayden out.